in your face. Why did you buy me flowers? Was it a gesture of love or guilt? Just when I thought I had rid you from my mind I found an old petal in my room We were at Southern Cross You had your hands behind your back Stretched them out holding grocery flowers I said, no one's ever done Anything like that We got on the train and you smiled at me I found comfort with my knee against yours You said let's talk tomorrow Just before the doors closed And I waited for you by my phone But you never called You left me one me like the other boys do it would have hurt less and i'd have less questions but instead i'm left with a piece of you like a fool you left me wondering like a fool i'm still wondering do you like Trelado there. Why did you buy me flowers? And he joins us in the studio. Welcome. <laughs> hello, hello. Thanks for having me. Beautiful song. <laughs> Tell us what inspired it. Um, well, it all came from really like a, a Tinder date, like an online date. Um, and it was just me and this guy and we went on a couple of dates and I thought it was going pretty well. Um, and yeah, well, the signs were looking good. Um, he like bought me flowers, which was really nice. Um, but then after that, he just ghosted me um and stopped talking to me um and so i kind of just got inspiration from that and yeah wrote this little track this little sad track <laughs> the lyrics are so relatable the story's so relatable and so you know apt for so many people's lives we've all had experiences like that yeah. but you put it down into music and lyrics <laughs> thank you yeah thank you i feel like i i really try to 
I don't know, just talk from my own experiences and, and just hope that, you know, people find connection through that um, in any way that they can. You know, it, you, you don't have to be queer to understand the feeling of um, like being ghosted or, you know, uh, that un, like unrequited kind of love. Um, um, so I feel like, yeah, it's it's just nice to hear that p- uh, people from like all walks of life can connect to that story. <laughs> When you wrote it, did the lyrics flow? Was it hard? Like, tell us about what it was like writing the song. Yeah, it's, it's, I feel like with this track, like, I honestly, I I actually wrote this song, like, in 2021. So it's actually, yeah, it's been sort of just sitting there um, for a while. Um, I only recorded it. Um, last year um but yeah I, I do kind of, I do tend to sit with songs for a bit let them um, marinate um but I guess like writing it I think from memory I think it did sort of just fall out I think a lot of my best work just like kind of falls out of me <laughs> which is really funny um it it honestly came like from the first line where I say um where I say, oh God, I can't, can't remember it now, but it's something about like seeing a pedal in my, um, in my room. Um, and it literally came from that. Cause I, I obviously remember bringing the flowers into, into my room and I saw like this old pedal there and it sparked that like interest <laughs> to write about that, that story. Um, which is really funny. Um, but yeah. <laughs> I love the arrangement of the instruments on, yeah. on the song. Tell us about the instrumental side of it. Yeah. Um, well, with that, I probably have to say thanks a lot to um, my uh, mixer and producer slash friend and also folk artist, um, James McGuffey. Um, so he actually helped me out heaps with um, the arrangement because um, um, I'm very used to being like solo and just playing guitar, um, just acoustic guitar. So he really helped um, sort of us like build a universe around the track um so he really assisted with like guitar and uh, like we both had a lot of back and forth input um with like adding things you know taking away things there was a lot of like iterations where you know we would have um you know maybe a little bit of piano there and then maybe we'd take it out or yeah there was just like so many um I feel like that's what happens when you're when you're recording you just sort of go through all these different types of versions but um yeah he really helped um shape that so i'd have to say thanks to him (laughs) with that i love it how you define the track genre as folk yeah yeah Yeah. because you know often queer artists very much see themselves as you know being in the here and now and very modern and often we don't Mm. kind of viewing you know Focus on our on our roots, if mm. you like, and you very much have by by identifying as a folk artist. Yeah, definitely. I think like for me, um, folk just means like telling stories, really coming from like that, um, you know, trying to have a, have a real strong narrative. Um, and obviously, like as queer people, we have so many you know stories to tell and so many important stories, and we we um, obviously want to hear all of those things so I think for me that's what like folk means it's just about bringing like stories to the forefront of songs um and yeah I feel like that's what I try and do at least (laughs) with my stuff yeah (laughs) your songwriting is beautiful and so (laughs) 
honest. Um, what's it like writing songs like that and then listening back to the lyrics? You know, you're not afraid to, to empty your heart and show us your heart. Yeah. Yeah, it is. Honestly, yeah, it is scary. <laughs> Sometimes I'll, I'll write something and be like, should I put that out? Should I perform that? Um, but I feel like at the end of the day, like my best work comes from just like, telling the truth. And I think for a long time, you know, not um, being out until I was like 18, I didn't speak my truth you know I didn't live my truth so I feel like through my music I'm trying to do that and always just sort of like be honest and and um you know just tell like real stories um yeah what's it like being on stage and performing live when you are being so honest yeah it yeah every time it, it is a bit scary um you know you don't know who's who's in the room you don't know what um people will think but I think after the show, it's it's really like telling when people come up and are just like, wow, I really love that, you know, I felt like um, I was speaking to, you know, a friend or you were just a friend telling me stories. Like, that's exactly what I want at a show. And it's, I honestly do it because that's what I like, because obviously I'm a musician, but I'm also like a listener and fan of music. Um, so I, I love to hear like when when artists are telling like where this song came from and like, you know, what they're going through, what tea they were having <laughs> while they were um, like writing this. Um, so I, I just like love all of that context. And I love feeling like there's that connection between like audience and um, musician. Like I, I love that so much. Yeah. Do you find performing the songs live to an audience when they are so honest um do you find that makes you a better songwriter because that strengthens you as a writer and it strengthens you emotionally because you have got up on stage and the sky didn't fall in and the audience <laughs> loved it yeah i guess so yeah i guess you're right yeah i guess the um performing side like i'll be performing songs that aren't even released so it's really like a testing ground um to see <laughs> how it goes and usually yeah the sky doesn't crumble um the world doesn't end so it's that's always nice um and it's always like great to hear you know feedback on like what people liked and what what songs really gravitated towards people um and yeah that can also just help with um what i release next you know um so yeah it's it's performing as much like as much as i just love it in general it's like also a great place to like test out songs <laughs> you've got a vault of songs by the sounds but how many have you got oh god that's a good question <laughs> i actually don't know like i wouldn't be able to put a number on it i often have like a lot of half written songs as well so just like choruses verses um things like that but there's probably there is probably like over a hundred like of just songs and um bits of songs as well yeah i would say and how many have you recorded <laughs> how many have i recorded it's five if now i would say yeah from my recollection five that are like properly recorded and out um, so there's a lot, <laughs> there's, there's still a lot more to come. Um, yeah, there's definitely a lot more that I w would love to put out. Um, and then I'm, I'm just continuing to write, obviously there's yeah, always stories, <laughs> always stories. If as long as I'm living my life, there's stories. So, <laughs> um, yeah, I, I, there's, there's a lot more to come. <laughs> Do you find yourself writing a new song almost every day, starting it or going back to it? A, a little bit. Yeah. Yeah. A little bit. Um, it's, it depends. Like, there's definitely phases where there'll be, like, almost nothing <laughs> on my mind. And I'm like, what's happened? Um, but then you do go through phases and sometimes, like, a whole song falls out. Or maybe 
a verse just falls out that day or a chorus falls out that day, um, depending on like, you know, what's been happening in my life. But usually it's very, I'll have a feeling and then, yeah, I'll probably write that song that same night <laughs> or like a chorus or a verse. Um, yeah. So it can, it can almost be, yeah, every day there's a new idea. Yeah. What's happening on the album front? Great question. <laughs> Great question. Um, yeah, it's, I haven't thought of an album yet. I am sort of like thinking about an EP, um, potentially just a small version of that. Um, I guess, yeah, recording music, it's, it's, it's very expensive. <laughs> um, and it is like an arduous process. Um, so it's hopefully I can, I can do one, um, within the next like two or three years, but I think in the near future, I'm hoping, more like singles and, and EPs um, to come through. Um, yeah, I'm definitely working on some new stuff already. So, yeah. <laughs> Music videos, what's happening there? Yeah. Um, so I've, I've actually gone really DIY with like this release, which is fun. So I've been doing everything on my own. So like to my, my press shots, I... I did it. I work in a co-working space and we've got a photography studio. So I did it on my own. I just had a friend to assist. Um, like this, uh, I've got like sort of visuals for, for it as well. I've, I'm just kind of doing like a camcorder type um, visual for this, this song that I'll, I'll be putting out um, within the next month or two. Um, so it's all, yeah, it's all very DIY apart from like the actual recording itself, you know, press like all of the press stuff all of the interviews you know I sent you an email personally so um yeah it's I've been having a lot of fun doing it DIY and like feeling that process and learning you know all the ins and outs and that go with um releasing yeah it's been it's been like fun for me and also I'm saving money so <laughs> and <laughs> it's always authentic good. you know you're, you're, you're <laughs> yeah. touching the works that you're producing you know it's exactly. really really hands-on look it's beautifully recorded where did you record why did you buy me flowers like what where was the recording studio where was the space yeah so it was actually um at so James um James McGuffey it was at his just little home studio I can't, I can't remember the suburb. <laughs> That's bad of me. Um, I can't remember the suburb because it was actually qu like quite a few months ago. Um, but yeah, it was just in a little like humble home studio. Um, his greyhound Nelly was in the in the room with us as well. So I was giving some good vibes <laughs> while we were recording. Um, and it was I, th I think it was during like winter because I remember it being quite cold and us just constantly like getting uh, I'm having like tea just being brewed <laughs> while we were doing it and then me just like trying to warm up my vocals um during it um but yeah it was just really like humble home studio um vibe it was really really nice I think it was like the perfect scene um setting to record it um because it's just like it's a really nice just like light-hearted song I feel um and it was good to have just like nice homey vibes to record that. Yeah, I love the fact you had a greyhound there. It's like you, had, you know, <laughs> yeah. like a, a care dog there. That must have Perfect. given you a vibe that was kind of unexpected. <laughs> Do you think the song would have sounded different without the greyhound there? Oh my god, maybe. Yeah, I mean, probably, probably, definitely, almost. Um, yeah, greyhounds are just like spirit animal. <laughs> I just they're just like gentle giants. I just relate relate to that um, completely. Um, yeah. 
maybe who knows <laughs> i'll have to try and do versions like with a greyhound and then without a greyhound for like my next recordings we'll see we'll see <laughs> where can people see you live in the coming weeks or months yeah so i'm actually it's all very secretive right now um but i'm gonna be doing a show late march you'll have to follow on the socials um so on my instagram which is just my name benjamin Trillado. T-R-I-L-L-A-D-O. Um, yeah, so I'm going to be doing, like, a secret sort of show in an uh, interesting, like, location. A different location, not particularly a live music venue. Um, so just to change things up, just to spice it up, do something different. Um, but, yeah, you'll have to follow on the socials for that one. Um, yeah. <laughs> Benjamin Trelada, it has been a joy to finally meet you in the studio here yes. at 3CR. I absolutely love Why Did You Buy Me Flowers. Thank you so much for coming in and best of luck. Can't wait to see the music video and uh, can't wait to hear the EP or future singles. Yes, thank you so much for having me. 3CR.